Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we talk all about news, comics, and media related to the Transformers. On this episode, fans of the live-action movies are getting a new giant box set of DVDs. We get to see a ton of character art for the upcoming Transformers Rise of the Beast movie, and we've got some fun listener feedback. Today is Friday, March 31st, 2023, and this is episode 331 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that will accept Mirage as a Porsche if they give all of us one. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. And it's just Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Just. Hi. Let's talk Transformers, I guess. This is alt mode. It's not your wheelhouse, you know. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Jeremy, unfortunately, was not able to join us for alt mode this week. Uh, sorry. So we're we're kind of, and we and we did not plan ahead and, and look for guest hosts <laughs> this week. So it's just us. We're just, we'll have a fun chat. It'll be good. We're good guys. As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to support the show. We really appreciate it. And uh, we really, you know, count on your support to help keep the show going. You help keep the lights on. And uh, if you'd like to become a Donatron, if you're not already, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. In addition to uh, bonus content, getting uh, um, access to all our contests, getting automatically entered into all our contests, and uh, getting merchandise at the higher tiers, uh, you get there's lots of perks involved with becoming an Atron, and you get you get our heartfelt thanks as well. So, speaking of bonus episodes and bonus content, Daryl does a little show. You might have heard of it. It's called We Like Big Bots. And uh, there's lots of big bots that Daryl and Dr. Pants talk about. Uh, we've got 10 episodes up on our Patreon page. You can see here it is here. There's there's a Star Saber. There's Devastator. Look at that. Overlord. Six Shot. And the rest. So I'm not gonna not gonna tease them all, <laughs> but they're all they're all up there. They're all there. If you're on if you have a, if you're on our Patreon, you can get access to all of them. They're all video shows, so you can see all the toys that Doctor Pants and Daryl have, and uh, they go in depth into each each uh, each one of those bots every uh, for every episode. So we've got ten of them up there. If you are looking for some of our bonus content, you can take a look at that and enjoy. Any, uh, anything you'd like to add, Daryl? It is your show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, it's a really fun show. Uh, I I really enjoy making we like big bots with uh, with Doctor Pants, and uh, yeah, it's um, we've got a, a lot of other big bots on the uh, on the the list. Uh, we just uh, we just waiting for Doctor Pants to get back to us. Uh, he's uh, still um, 
rebuilding uh, after uh, after a, a flood. That's the real reason. Uh, so he has <laughs> <laughs> the other things that I was saying over the last few weeks were lies. <laughs> <I> don't, know. <laughs> don't know. You mean you mean he's not lost at sea? Are you telling me he's not lost at sea? <laughs> No, Charles, sure? that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's, uh, he's, he's just dealing with that. It's, and, uh, anybody who's ever had a flood before has, uh, he knows exactly what he's going through. So it, uh, you got to deal with all these dang contractors and, and, you know, materials and, and all these other things. So he's dealing with all of that. Plus he's a collector. So he's got to move all his shit out of the way. So it's a, uh, it's a pain in the ass. So, um, pity him is <laughs> what I'm saying. He's, he's in a real tight spot. So, yeah, but, uh, luckily from what I understand, insurance is really coming to, uh, the rescue there. So he really doesn't have to pay too much, but, uh, um, we're just waiting. We're we're all stuck waiting for him. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, get back to us soon, Doctor Pants. We love you, and uh, we can't wait to uh, have you back here on the uh, on the mic talking big bots with us. All right. Uh, another uh, thing we like to do is have our Transformers live play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. This is done by our awesome producer and editor, Mike. And his crew uh, and the uh, you know the player characters on Empire of Rust. This week we had episode ninety eight, and uh, that was in the free feed, so uh, you can uh, get that at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. There's no use crying over Magnum's mistake. That was episode ninety eight, and coming soon, coming next week is episode 99 for our Donatron. So if you are a Donatron, you get early access to episode 99 next week from our Patreon page. And uh, you'll get to see what, uh, you know, how the battle is going. There's They're in a big battle with Sharktacons now and lots of things happening. So uh, you'll get access to that early. You won't have to wait a week uh, for the next installment. So episode 99 for our Donatrons. Uh, coming just this Monday, so just a couple of days. Uh, and check that out on our Patreon page, transmissionspodcast.com, or no, patreon.com slash transmissions. But um, if you want to sign up, you can go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. That's where you can sign up and get access to it. So check that out. Okay, uh, let's get into the show, and we're going to talk about some media news. Okay, so in media news, first up, we've got uh, books, Transformers books coming out. Uh, these are uh, Transformers books focusing on Earthspark and Rise of the Beasts. So these are young reader books uh, here. Yeah, Rise of the Beast there. More Earthspark. Another Rise of the Beast. Uh, Earthspark. So lots of good stuff. Uh, uh, the official guidebook for Transformers Earthspark. So all these uh, these young readers, these were shown at the Bologna Book Fair 2023. So they got to see all those uh, these kids' books coming up. Focusing on Earthspark, Transformers Earthspark, the new show, of course, and Transformers Rise of the Beast, the movie coming out. Uh, and uh, also Michael Kelly, who is Hasbro's VP of Global Publishing, 
uh, did speak to the press at this event and said that the movie is more family friendly. So closer to the 2007 Transformers movie or the 2018 Bumblebee movie, not the other sequels. Uh, so it's and they said it's it's not one of those films that's just brushing the R rating. There's still lots of action and the stakes are high, but it's solidly PG-13. Wait, were the other movies brushing up against the R rating? Is that what he's implying? That numbers two through five were getting close to R? Uh, I I don't know. I'm just I'm just reading the story, Daryl. I don't I don't know. I mean, the one with the like the underage sex plot that was. That's close. <laughs> um, well, they it, they mean, were in college, so they weren't underage, were they? I mean, why is he carrying the card then? Oh yeah, oh that's right. I forgot that one. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I was I was thinking of Sam and Michaela, and I wasn't thinking oh, of, yeah. of Marky Mark's daughter. Yeah, the teenage daughter. I forgot that. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty terrible. <laughs> But that would be the closest thing to R rating out of all of these, I think. Like, yeah, this is, they weren't even close to R. (laughs) Crazy. If they were R, they would have been awesome. (laughs) All right, whatever. I mean... (laughs) The point is, these the Rise of the Beast is is not going to be super scary for kids i guess so you can take your young kids to it take kyle take kyle to see sure my two-year-old yeah (laughs) all right uh next up uh remember neza the the uh transformers uh chinese folklore collaboration that was supposed to happen this was this was that's right announced back in 2019 it was supposed to be blending uh, Transformers Cyberverse at the time with the the Neza character, and um, we got even got a trailer. We got some Lego models and stuff, but it just never materialized. Uh, so we do have concept art. One of the artists uh, just put up some concept art, uh, so you can see. I guess that's the Neza character having like being. I guess she's like a Chinese goddess has been merged with a Cybertronian body, and so got lots of different uh, characters here. I guess these are other kind of characters that have been in the show. There's the the Neza character as a. Uh, she's got a car mode. Looks like. Uh, um, I guess those are weapons, or I don't know other things uh it looks like these are some other characters it's sword this looked interesting i mean yeah i'd really like to find out what what happened to this where where it went yeah the these background art looks looks pretty cool but yeah i don't know so don't really have any more information uh the artist is uh chi ngo and their website and they just uh put put some concept art there i guess they figured (laughs) i guess they figured it's not coming out so they can put their concept art up so but yeah that's on their website Hmm. yeah so i guess there was an there was an entire like transformer show that was released but it was released in like russia 
and it was completely separate from everything. It wasn't even reused animation. It was completely new and nobody even knew about it because it was in Russia. And then somebody kind of found it and they're like, holy crap, look at this thing. It's, you know, it's a whole new Transformers show. And, and, you know, it just kind of, nothing really came of it because it was in Russian, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, it, uh, this might've, might be something similar. It might actually exist somewhere, but it might be in like, you know, behind the great wall, I guess. <laughs> I mean, but um, we have, I'm sure we have like Chinese transformers fans who would have. Like, oh, there's lots. If this exists, they would have, they would have told us about it. So I don't know. It seems but like I, it got really far down the line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we yeah, we even had that trailer, so we I think we we saw that like we talked about that on the show a few years ago when it was out. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I don't I don't remember the Russian Transformers show. I'll have to track that down yeah, just to see what to, it looked like. I found it. It looked kind of interesting. It I was yeah. I just this kind of reminded me of that for a minute. Hmm. Cool. Okay. Next up, well, I guess if you want to get ready for Rise of the Beasts. And you haven't seen the, the other six Transformers movies? You can get this DVD box set that has a blue a bunch of Blu-ray DVDs of all the Transformers movies. Um, it'll only cost you $154 for this box set. Um Look, I mean, I, we are we argue all the time about the quality of these Transformers movies. I mean, I know there are fans of the live action movies. We are we are, I think, not in the camp of not fans of the live action movies. But I think even if you're a fan of the live action movies, hundred and fifty four dollars for six movies, mm, nah, <laughs> that's that's a little bit high. Um, I mean, the box art looks pretty cool. Um, you know, but you can pre-order it on Amazon if you if you want it. <laughs> I hope they I hope they come with digital copies too. Um, uh, you know, just to just for completeness' sake. But I can hook you up. <laughs> no, I was I was not. Uh, I mean, uh, even not you sailing the high seas. No one, no one's selling out for these. <laughs> Oh, they are four K. Shoot, shoot me your email. Shoot me your email. I'll, I'll hook you up. <laughs> they are I, they are four K Blu rays, so you can get. They are four K. Um, so if you have a four K TV, I guess that's uh, that's nice. And it's supposed to be released on May thirtieth. So, um, you know, look if you can pre order it now. Uh, all six movies. Uh, of the Transformers live action series. Throw in throw in the 86 movie. Why not? Throw in the 86 movie. I guess that's a different uh it's not a it's not under Paramount, so that'd be a little bit licensing issue, but it still wouldn't be worth $154. I think I've got like 10 different versions of the of the original 86 movie, so um but uh there you go. If you are uh if you're looking for the, the live action movies, get this box set, I guess. The thing that always bothers me about box sets like this is that they release them just before another movie comes out. So you've got one, two, three, four, five, and Bumblebee. So 
Then Rise of the Beast comes out, and my OCD brain wants the release <laughs> of Rise of the Beast to fit in with the box set, you know, deco mm-hmm. that they've got, and it never will. So then you got to wait for the next box set to come out, and you got to buy it all again with the new box set. It drives me nuts. That's why I never buy box sets. Well, it's I I just uh, I just recently watched uh, War Games again, and you know it's it's a conclusion that the computer comes to at the very end of the movie. The only way to win is not to play. So <laughs> just don't buy these. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, next, so this was some a cool art print. Uh, so this is by art by Ryan Button. This was done for the TF Nation Minicon last weekend. So they made seventy five uh, prints, copies of this print, and they were hand numbered and sold at uh, TF Nation Minicon last weekend. Uh, if they did not sell out, I don't know if they sold out or not, but if they did not sell out, they are the rest are being sold at the uh, the more art gallery. Uh, so those go went on sale this past Monday. So if you wanted one, maybe they're still up there. I don't know, you'll have to check. I mean, we're we're in the past, so we can't tell you. But um go check at the more art gallery. We'll link it in the show notes and you can see if if the prints are still available. Uh, with 75, I guess, I mean, I'd imagine they might all be gone at this point. <laughs> that's that's not a high number. And I, I, however many they sold at TF Nation Minicon, they I probably imagine they sold most of them there. Uh, but, you know, I, I just I thought it was it's nice artwork. Transformers the movie inspired. Puts Hot Rod front and center like he should be in the movie. So, uh, you know, I always wondered why the original Transformers the movie poster did not have Hot Rod on the poster at all. He's the main character of the movie pretty much, but he's not on the poster at all. They do have Rodimus Prime in the background in truck mode, but Hot Rod's just not there. It's very odd. Um, he's a tool. <laughs> They're trying to sell him as the new, the new, you know, chosen one, whatever. But you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, Hot Rod—he's only in the movie for you know, he's only existing as a Transformer for this movie. You know, they—they're trying to get kids to the theaters by saying, okay, well, this uh, this poster's got Optimus Prime and it's got uh, no Optimus Prime was not on the poster at all. I don't even have a picture of the, the the poster anywhere in this room. I can't believe that. Um, but, uh, so it's, it's, yeah, it's, there's a bunch of new characters on it and stuff like that, but it's, it's, I guess, I mean, they're trying to, to show you the new, the new prime that's going to be in the cartoon going forward. Because if you remember the season three had already started when the, uh, when this movie came out, right? No, no. Season three, well, season three show started in September. The movie came out in August. So it was right before. Hmm. <laughs> I remember. I remember this because I remember seeing. Oh, right, right, right. Because you were twenty-five, right? <laughs> I was ten. I was ten years old. <laughs> right. I remember things were when I was ten. But oh, uh, I know what it was. It was the toys that started showing up before yeah, the movie came out. Yeah, gotcha. The, yeah, yes, definitely. Because was. I got Hot Rod for my birthday that year in March, and it was like. This is cool, but I don't know who this character is. <laughs> right. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, even Rodimus Prime was not featured prominently in the poster. He's like in truck mode in the very background. You, you the the movie is really selling Ultra Magnus. Like he's the it looks like he's the the big main character. And then mm-hmm. you don't have any of the old Transformers on there. It's like all the new characters for the movie. But True. I got anyway. you to talk about toys in alt mode. <laughs> Congratulations. You're, you must be very proud. I am. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of uh, Transformers, the movie, the classic 86 movie, we've got some new, uh, more concept art and models and new images of this. This is from Romeo Tanga who was a storyboard artist and character background designer for Transformers the movie. So these are early models and floro, floro dairy concept art for the movie. So, uh, and these are all from Romeo Tanghal's um, Facebook. So you can see them mirrored here at TFW 2005. So uh, yeah, this looks like uh, original concept for Autobot City. It's like, uh, yeah, Moon base. incredible. Yeah, really cool. So, Autobot yeah, spaceship is, original version. I can I can't imagine having some of this stuff in in like my collection. You know, mm-hmm. just planet of junk. Yeah, yeah. Just Inside gorgeous, from... gorgeous art. Yeah, there's the Fluoro Dairy uh, concept art for RC and Springer. Mm-hmm. There's a Quintessa, Quintessa <laughs> where the Quintessens live. <laughs> They're Quintessons. They're not Quintessens. <laughs> there's one of Cybertron's moons. There's Galvatron, another Fluoro Dairy uh, artwork for Galvatron concept art. There's Spaceship. There's Rekgar concept art. Labeled Junkion, not labeled. He didn't have a name yet. Mm-hmm. Cyclonus, all Florodary, the Quintessons, Quintessons. <laughs> There's Cybertron, and yeah, so yeah, cool Incredible. artwork. Yeah. All right, uh, Daryl, I'm going to throw it over to you. We've got a bunch of Rise of the Beast stuff. That's right. Yeah, so uh, we've talked a lot before about uh, the New Zealand Mint and uh, and how they've been pulling uh, some putting some some Transformers coins to the uh, to the market, and uh, they are going. They, all these other coins have been G one related. Well, they are going to put some Transformers Rise of the Beast coins out um, when uh, when the movies. Uh, a little bit closer we really don't have any information right now on on what type of coin they're going to be doing but it's it's safe to say they're probably going to be doing some some silver coins as that's what they've been doing previously with the g1 coins uh so be on the lookout for those if that's uh, something you're looking to collect uh next up we've got an interview with uh jason avalos um, and, uh, this is coming to us, uh, from the Alfonso nation. Uh, this is, uh, a part of their Teletran creator verse six. And, uh, this, uh, this person, Jason Avalos is a security guard. He plays a security guard in transformers rise of the beast. Uh, this is a, um, an interview. Uh, this is just under uh, 30 minutes long. And uh, if you're interested in, in hearing this uh, this person's uh, story about 
playing a security guard in the upcoming movie, then uh, take a look at this. Um, there you go. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Porsche. Uh, a, a story about Porsche. I, I say Porsche. I think it sounds better, but who cares? Um, That's how the how Germans they... say it. You can say it however you want. I'm just telling you how the Germans say it. They say Porsche. I'm saying Porsche. Uh, <laughs> and it's a story from about how they created a rare uh, car uh, for Mirage for this upcoming movie. So this is a, um, a never-before-seen Porsche 911 Carrera RS 3.8. And uh, they had to go out and make five of them. So, uh, yeah. So... It's a it's a it's a real car, um, and uh, they had to build five cars for this film. Um, I can't imagine that you're going to see many of these cars, you know, end up in like, you know, uh, driving around on the convention scene, because these are going to be crazy valuable. Um, but that's uh, th- that's a um, an interesting little tidbit of information there. Usually, cars for used for movies are um, like shells, they're, they're not a very, um, basically they, they look real pretty on the outside, but if you look on the inside, they're just crap. So it's interesting to see that they actually did make a, a proper Porsche 911 Carrera, um, and then make these, uh, these interesting modifications to it for it to be used as Mirage in the movie. So that's, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, so these will probably either, go to some kind of movie uh, like museum or some collector really big time collector will buy one um, and then keep it. And, and, you know, I know Jerry Seinfeld's a Porsche collector. I don't think he's a transformers guy, but, uh, um, but Hey, he collects Porsches. So he might be, uh, you know, up for buying a one of five, you know, rare Porsche. Anyway, it's a it's a very very uh, you know limited edition Porsche, and that's uh, that's pretty cool. Tom Hanks, uh, I think, is a Transformers guy. Maybe, maybe, and I don't know if he's a Porsche guy. So maybe he. Tom maybe Hanks is. He's a trans. He, I mean, I remember like there was one interview he did, like a late night talk show, and he sung the Transformers theme song because he's like, I remember Transformers from back in the day. He liked it. So. Okay. I don't. I mean, all right I, then. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he's like a big fan, and re, and he was on TFW two thousand five every day. But I mean, he, he at least remembers him fondly. I guess. I guess. I mean, he's got kids. <laughs> he's got kids that are my age. So I mean, and he's your age. So it's probably around <laughs> around there. He probably the theme was in the house. Um, <laughs> can do this all day. Uh, next up. Let's go to the next one, Charles. Let's do that one. Uh, it's uh, tra- it's character art. We've got character art for Transformers: Rise of the Beast. So these are things that kind of uh, these are images of the characters that we're going to see in the movie, and these are pieces of art that we're going to see on like T-shirts and lunch boxes and all kinds of crazy crap that comes out during the movie. So this is art that you're probably going to get real tired of seeing. But uh, we've got a, a a lot of art here. We got one of uh, Optimus, and then we got Bumblebee. Um, who's this guy? Oh, that's uh, the Mirage. That's Mirage. 
Uh, Says it right got, there, Daryl. Yeah, we got <laughs> RC. We got Optimus Primal, uh, Cheetor, uh, Rhinox, Air Razor, Scourge, and Terracon Freezer, uh, Nightbird, Battle Trap, and then we got a couple more uh, just rando pieces. But yeah, it's uh, it's very cool. Like I said, this is the stuff that you're gonna see. Um, all over the place if you because uh, they market the hell out of the uh, out of the movie and then you know kids t-shirts bed sheets you know bathing suits towels all this I, whatever it's gonna have these these are the art these are the pieces of art that are gonna be on it and interesting so, that we don't have robot <laughs> modes for Cheetor, rhinox or air razor in these images mm-hmm. so. yeah hmm. maybe because they majority of the movie they'll they'll be in their robot modes or their anim- their beast modes maybe who knows and lastly we've got our first look at rise of the beast stratosphere and transit character art so this is similarly to what we just talked about um but we've got some looks here at the uh the character art for those two characters and uh so stratosphere is the one that's being played by uh uh, Don, uh, John DiMaggio, and uh, he's the big giant plane that we did see in the trailer, so that kind of confirms that there. And uh, and then we've got Transit, and Transit is a, uh, well, he's a bus. We're pretty sure he's a bus. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you see his wheels on his knees there. There's really no other piece of the, the, the character there that kind of shows him in his you know, kind of shows a bus, but, uh, you know, that's been the, uh, the kind of, uh, 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 that's been the kind of like the consensus of the, the, the fandom that he's, he turns into a bus. Um, and then there's another piece of character out here for Wheeljack, uh, showing him in his robot mode and his, uh, Volkswagen, uh, <laughs> bus mode. <laughs> So it's still got still rocking the Elton John glasses. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's going to stick. Yeah. I like, um, so stratosphere, uh, it makes me happy that they, they, this is going to be like a character because I remember like, do you remember, um, was it, I guess it was the last night where they had, they had, the one sequence where they got into a giant, like they got a, a giant submarine that apparently was a transformer, but the submarine never transformed and never talked and just like took them to the bottom of the sea. And that was it. Right. And... Yes. I, I blocked out a lot of that movie, but I do remember something <laughs> about a submarine. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, it just annoyed me that if you're going to have like a, like a, you know, this giant submarine transformer, and you're gonna say, yeah, this is a transformer, but it's not gonna. It's like, uh, you know, the um, in the in the Simpsons, uh, Crust, like when they went to Camp Krusty, like here's Krusty the Clown, but he's not gonna be saying anything or doing anything. <laughs> it's like that's. He's like, uh, here's your transformer, but it's not gonna talk and it's not gonna transform. It's just gonna <laughs> ferry the characters from point A to point B. So here we've got a similar thing. This is a giant plane that's taking the characters around the world, but it's an actual character and might even transform in the movie. So, 
and it's going to be voiced voice by John. Dima- yeah, John DiMaggio is pretty pretty well known voice actor, so we know you know he's going to have an interesting voice. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. Rise of the Beasts. I mean, you're. I'm. I'm cautiously optimistic for this movie. So my my only question is still: Are we getting any Predacons? Any animal? bad guys looks like all the animals we've seen so far have been the maximals we have not seen any uh predacons yet so well i mean how many bad guys are there there's like what two three well we we got uh we got scourge we got nightbird we got uh battle trap battle trap and freezer right oh freezer right okay so okay we're we're at four four bad guys I guess there's room for more. There's an awful lot of good guys to the bad guys here. Mm-hmm. The ratio is pretty off at this point. It's unbalanced. So I'm yep. expecting there to be a lot of bad guys that aren't shown. Unless one of these bad guys is crazy overpowered. Scourge? That much? could be, yeah. Somebody he is, is he also... Is Nemesis Prime, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the theory going online right now is that Scourge is like a a, a future version of Optimus Prime or a past I don't know some kind of timeline version of Optimus Prime. They're they're taking pictures and they're all I don't know they're looking at them weird and yeah so whatever he's a truck <laughs> Prime's a truck draw your own conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, anyway, that's uh, that's it for media news uh, here this week, Charles. All right, uh, let's move on and finish up the show with some feedback. All right, so uh, we got some feedback. Uh, we had an interesting discussion going on in the Discord this week, and this was uh, from friend of the show, friends of the show, I should say, DJ Ronan and Sledge. So uh, DJ Ronan starts off. He says, "I understand the need for Transformers comics for the show, and particularly alt mode." But was there not 10 years between the Marvel run and Dreamwave run? My feeling on why Hasbro jumped quickly from Dreamwave to IDW was to hit while the iron was still hot. My impression is the final IDW run was not strong overall. We can wonder what publisher may or may not pick up the title, but have we even heard if Hasbro is looking? And Sledge uh, commented there and said, given Hasbro is posting losses, it makes me feel like they are looking for a bigger payday for the license. Historically, was the comic a driver for the toys or vice versa? And then DJ Ronan replied, as for the comic being a driver for toys, maybe during the Marvel run, Dreamwave, I don't feel so so much. IDW was a driver for third-party toy makers. So from a Hasbro perspective, I doubt that. Besides, look how toy-centric the drawing of the first few issues were in the IDW reboot. And seeing as the books seem to be six months behind the tour release, I don't know, I don't know how much it would play into these days. So um, regarding the larger, the I, I guess the, the overall point about, uh, you know, comics in general, I mean, I think the 90s, we had, we did have the big comics crash. So, I mean, that's probably why there, there wasn't a market for comics in general. Like comics were already at their lowest point in the middle of the 90s so it didn't really make sense for new 
you know, new comics. Like comics publishers were not looking for looking to create new comics licenses, like like to license properties to do new comics. I believe Dream Dreamwave was the ones that pitched to Hasbro to get the Transformers comics license and then produce new Transformers comics. And uh, you know, at the time they did like they the Dreamwave folks wanted to do their generation one stuff. But they also, as part of that deal, they did comics for Armada and Energon. So you had comics to tie in to the new toys that were coming out in the shelves, but then you also had the G1 comics, which were the more popular nostalgia-driven comics. But you did they did put out the the uh you know comics directly tying into the new toy line. So um, you know, that did that did go directly to driving the toy sales. Um IDW, I mean the the there were there were lots of different points uh, throughout the throughout the license. I mean, they had it for you know over fifteen years, uh, um, or not fifteen. It was what, like thirteen years or something like that. Um, and at different points, they were tying in at different times. I mean, you do have like in the Dreamwave days, you had the Hasbro toy designers taking their cues from the comics. Like it was very it was unheard of to have. Uh, the comics, uh, the toy designers designing toys based on the comics. You did have a little bit of that with Dreamwave too, like all the Don Figueroa designs from War Within. Those got turned into toys with the uh, the Titanium line, and then in Dreamwave you had a bunch of like more than meets the eye characters turned into toys, like that that were not popular characters before then. Like we got Tailgate and Swerve and Skids. We got and trailbreaker we got all these new toys that came out packed in with comics that tied into the idw comics. you had all those comic packs the comic pack-ins uh during the during the height of the idw days um yeah the thing i mean things dropped off at the end and and the comics were were not doing well sales wise um we did not uh, we weren't particularly interested in the in the final idw uh the, the idw reboot after the the original storylines ended um so yeah you didn't see a lot of you didn't see a lot of uh of tie-in with the comics i think also the war since the war for cybertron was gearing up the netflix show there was a lot the focus and the emphasis was on that so the comics were kind of not really were, were just kind of an afterthought at that point but um but I still think, uh, I mean, I still think Hasbro would would be interested in the comics license, and there are comics companies that are that are interested in producing Transformers comics. I'm sure they're pitching to Hasbro to get the license. Um, consistently, the rumor has been Skybound, which is Robert Kirkman's uh, comics imprint, that Skybound has already gotten the license and is is planning something. But we, I mean, that's that's still a rumor. That's been reported in the press, you know, for the last year or so, but we have not heard an official announcement. We have not had anything come out yet, but, but I, I don't think that Hasbro is just going to not, you know, not do comics going forward. I think they are, I think comics are, are still, uh, you know, they're still interested in comics. They're still looking, they're still letting IDW do My Little Pony and Dungeons and Dragons comics. So Hasbro still seems to have you see value in comics, um, and I think uh, probably the reason they they probably I mean I I think it maybe they do want a you know a bigger license maybe they they were trying to renegotiate the license fee for Transformers comics and that's why and IDW couldn't afford it and that's why they stopped it I don't know 
Um, but uh, I guess we'll see. I mean, Daryl, did you have any any thoughts beyond my rambling? Um, the one thing that I keep thinking of with regards to the the um, the comic issue is that um, GI Joe is tied up in all of this as well because they are also sitting in limbo. Mm-hmm. And from what I keep hearing is that, um, um, oh my gosh, his name just slipped my mind. The writer. Larry Hama. Larry Hama. He's still writing the comic. So mm-hmm. he's still, he's still consistently producing scripts for the, uh, the GI Joe comics. Um, now, whether he knows where the, the, the book is going to end up or not, he's still writing. And if you're, you know, following him on social media or, or you've been able to talk to him at a convention or something like that, the guy is pretty open about the fact that, yeah, I'm still writing this book, you know, I'm like, okay, well, for who? And then that's where the conversation generally stops. Um, but yeah um so the the transformers and gi joe have been two properties that have been intrinsically tied together since their you know inception in like the early 80s and i feel as though they're going to both end up at the same same place um because i feel as though a a, a movie is still going to end up happening because that's, I think, is what Hasbro still really wants to do, you know, in the grand scheme of things, is still have a, a, a G.I. Joe Transformers movie, because that would really boost the sales of a, of a comic. And I think they want to have whoever takes one has to take the other, kind of a package deal for the, for the, the, the properties. Um, so I think, sure, Skybound's probably a good bet, they have the ability to do both, um, but uh, as far as the 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 um, the comment about um, you know the company's taking a long time or, or or not really rushing to it, and we may not see anything. Yeah, I mean it's 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 perfectly possible that that we could we could be you know waiting years before something happens, but uh, frankly, I, I don't see it. I see, I see some company wanting to get something to the market uh, quickly uh, just because there was such a strong fan base. Now, you say that, and we know the, we know the numbers that we're actually buying physical comics. Um, whether that's true for the digital is, is uh, completely different, but there was a, there's a big problem with digital sales and, and stuff like that. And, because they're being pirated pretty heavily, um, but the physical sales for Transformers comics at the end were uh, like they were abysmal, and mm-hmm. uh, and the GI Joe book still sold pretty well from what I understood. So um, I mean, not like anything from the big two, but it's for for an IDW book, it sold pretty well. Um, so yeah, it's I think. I still think somebody it's, it's a very attractive uh, couple properties out there for whomever is after it. I just feel as though they're, they're, they're waiting until the time is right to actually get something out there. 
And, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've got a movie coming out in the summer. Do you want to compete with that? Do you want to tag onto that? Do you want to attach, uh, you know, you want to attach yourself to the kind of media hype? Maybe there might be something going. The fact that we haven't heard anything is really more least the longer we go, the it lends more credence to the fact that we, that nothing is actually happening. Um, and that there's been no announcement because there's nothing to announce. Um, but, uh, I have to feel as though the, there are, there are companies at, at play trying to, trying to get this, this, this done simply on the, on the, the fact that these are very attractive properties that, uh, that have core fan bases that uh, are looking to, to buy that product. Um, I mean, we're biased. Everyone here is biased. Everyone listening to this show is biased. Um, but, uh, we have to think like that, that it, it ha- there has to be an audience for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll just keep waiting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, but DJ Ronan, I, I, I do think they're, um, I mean, I don't I don't think I don't think they're they're willing to let comics just go dormant for an extended period of time. I think uh, you know within within the year we'll we'll have some kind of announcement. Maybe maybe they'll they let them they let them lie low for a year and then this year's SDCC they make an announcement. It's after the movie and so it's time to hype something else up. The the Earth Spark will have Earth Spark season 1 will have been over at at that point I think. So, uh, you know, you'll have, you'll have time to, to market something else. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But thanks. Uh, thanks for that discussion. Uh, DJ Ronan and Sledge, uh, you know, that's what the discord is for. So, you know, mm-hmm. everyone go over to transmissionspodcast.com slash discord. That's where you can sign up to our discord and have interesting discussions like this. And that, you know, all you can talk about uh what's coming next for transformers and and other stuff too we talk about other stuff on the discord too so it's fun all right uh well uh, that's all our feedback so i think that takes us to the end of this episode of transmissions alt mode as always uh, we give a shout out to our masterpiece donatrons these are the folks who continue to support the show at our highest level on patreon that's why we give them a shout out in every episode. So thank you once again to John Forex Levengood and Demon Tech 82. We really appreciate your continued support and you guys are awesome. So thank you so much. Uh, before we go, do want to remind you, uh, we have our code at toyhacks.com. So if you want to uh, get 15% off your order at toyhacks.com when you're buying stickers for your Transformers toys, make them look nice and pretty. Just use our code TM1234, 15% off your entire order. It cannot be combined with other promo codes, but can be used with your robo points. So get on that. If you are buying anything at toyhacks.com, just make sure you use that code. It helps us out, helps you out with that 15% off. So enjoy. All right, everyone. I think that'll do it. For this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode, thanks everyone for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Later. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Music.